So I know Father Patrick, uh, he starts his homily, or he waits to say Hail Mary later. I say it during, I say it right before my homily. So he's not here, you're welcome. So we're going to do a Hail Mary uh, before we start, just asking God to give us all the graces we need to really be able to take most out of today's uh, word of God. So together as one family, let us show our mother some love. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, in case you didn't know, we're all human beings, and as humans, sometimes we look for signs. We're constantly looking for some type of sign from God. We like signs, and we ask God for signs. We want to ensure that God hears our prayer. We want confirmation that what we are praying for is something that God is hearing, and we're continuously looking for God to show us something that He is with us. He hasn't forgotten about me or my prayer. And so I remember um, when I was thinking about entering religious life, or I was contemplating religious life, or I was contemplating marriage, and I was asking God for a sign. God, what do you want me to do with my life? It's a way for God to be able to communicate with me, to speak to me, to tell me what he wants me to do with my life. And so I asked, was asking for a sign. I remember one day I was in adoration, and I said, okay, God, I'm just going to open up this Bible, and wherever it lands, I want you to speak to me. Um, and so I just opened up my Bible, and then I knew that the Word of God is in the Bible. So if I want to know what God is saying to me, if I'm looking for a sign, I went to the Word of God. And so I said, Lord, what do you want for my life? And I opened up the Bible, and I turned to randomly to the book of Ezekiel, which is in the Old Testament. And it said there, I will make you a priest for the Chaldean people. A real sign that I was asking for. Now, it doesn't always work that way 100%. That's one of a million different signs that God has given me. Uh, not a million, that's exaggerating. I'm not Father Patrick, I won't exaggerate. So I just want to say that um, this was how God was really, really talking to my heart, that he really wants to give us signs. And sometimes gives us, God gives us immediate signs, sometimes God does not give us immediate signs. Sometimes he wants us to wait. And so I want to give two examples of how uh, God gives an immediate sign. Sometimes he doesn't give an immediate sign. An example of a sign that was given immediately, even though God heard someone's prayer, but kind of didn't come right away, the sign is the Blessed Virgin Mary. Two weeks ago, we heard about the Blessed Virgin Mary. Many women during the time of Mary were actually praying, God, let me be the mother of the Messiah. They prayed this prayer. And so Mary, being one of those women, she probably did pray for that. And in last week's gospel, Mary was given a sign by the angel Gabriel that Mary, God has heard your prayer. And to give you a sign that God has given you the prayer, what does that look like? Mary said, right, that she would, God, the Gabriel, uh, angel Gabriel comes to Mary, and he says to Mary uh, that God has chosen you to be the mother of the Messiah. She says, well, how? How is this going to be? Basically, can I have a sign? And the angel Gabriel says, and behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who, who was called barren. Basically, Mary, when you go to your cousin Elizabeth, you're going to see she was an old lady, she was also praying, she was older, and your sign that you'll be the mother of the Messiah, Mary, will be that your cousin Elizabeth is pregnant. Now, Mary had to walk to get to that place. It took about nine to ten days on foot for Mary to get from where she was to where her cousin Elizabeth was. Imagine her, you know, just kind of that anticipation, that excitement. Mary, I want to, Mary's probably thinking, I can't wait to see my cousin Elizabeth. Am I really going to be the mother of the Messiah? It didn't come right away. And then, she, behold, she shows up, and that's her sign. Mary believed. Another example of an immediate sign that was not given, right? I'm sorry, an, an example of an immediate sign given right away to confirm that God heard a prayer is Zechariah. 
Zechariah and his wife were praying for a child at their old age. And God gave uh, Zechariah an immediate sign through the angel. Gabriel, once again, the sign how Zechariah will know that he and his wife will have a child at their old age was you will not be able to speak for nine months. Now, that's not the kind of sign I'm sure we don't, that we want for nine months to not be able to speak. But that was his sign. Zechariah, how you'll know that you'll have a child, you and your wife, at your old age, you won't talk. We heard that in the gospel, right? I am Gabriel who was sent to speak to you and to announce this good news of God hearing your prayer for a child. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the days these things have taken place. Zechariah's sign was immediate. He was mute in that second. He was not able to speak until when? When it was confirmed that we heard in today's gospel. They had the baby, his mouth opened up right away. So this was also a sign, an immediate sign. So asking God for a sign is not a bad thing. Sometimes people come up to me, Father, should I ask for a sign? Should I not ask for a sign? What does it look like? How do I know for sure? And I'll just say, first and foremost, we're human. We want to know. We're curious. We're a little anxious. We want signs. And signs are necessarily not a bad thing. But we do run into some issues with signs. And I want to talk about some of those issues. Problem number one with signs is we get caught up with the hand of God versus the heart of God. What do I mean by that? If all I do is ask for signs, if all I do is I'm praying novenas and at the ninth day of my novena I'm looking for something, then I am actually more uh, interested in the hand of God. God, what are you going to give me? This sign and are you answering my prayers? Is my novena going to come true? Is this relationship going to work out? I'm always looking for his hand. And if I'm constantly looking for his hand rather than his heart, there's a problem there. Because I get, I get distracted. I'm not focused. We need to be focused on the heart of God. And the more we're focused on the heart of God, He will give, His hand will give to us the signs that we're looking for. If we're not getting signs in our life, it's probably a good reality check that I'm so fixated on the sign that I've lost track of God's heart. I'm not connecting heart to heart with God in prayer. This personal relationship. I'm lost. And instead I'm just looking for all these different types of signs. And how do I know? How do I know if I am looking for God's hand or if I'm looking for God's heart? How do I know? I want the hand of God, which is, is not good. I want the hand of God if the reason I follow him and love him and follow Christ is conditional on what he gives me. Again, an answered prayer, a sign. If I'm constantly looking for that, that's a danger. I want the heart of God if I would still believe in Jesus. I will still follow you, Jesus. I will still love you, Jesus, even if you never answer my prayers or if you never give me a sign. And we should focus on the latter. Again, if I'm focusing on the heart of Christ, I really want to get to know his heart. The signs will come. And so Jesus, my brothers and sisters, is the sign that we're looking for. If we're looking for a sign, it's right there. Jesus on the cross is the only sign for sure we can look for. If I'm wondering, God, are you with me? God, are you with me in this time of difficulty? I'm suffering. I'm struggling. Will I have a child? Will this relationship not work? I need a sign. Do this novena. We've lost focus. That should be our focus always and forever. That is the only sign that for sure will come is Jesus on the cross. That is our sign that he's with us. That is our sign that he loves us. That is our sign that we are not abandoned, that we have a father who's good, who gave us his only son, and his only son freely said, I will die for them. 
so they will not be separated from us in heaven. That's our only sign. Forget the other signs. We can ask for them, but be careful. That's problem number one, is that we're focused on the hand of God with signs versus the heart of God. Problem number two with signs is we often wait for our signs from God, and when we are waiting for a sign, we're not living. I know so many people who are waiting. Am I going to get this rose? Don't act like you guys don't do it. I'm going to see this. Is this novena working? We're waiting. And when we're waiting, brothers and sisters, we're not living. We're basically saying, until I get my sign, I won't be happy. We're happy because of that. We're happy. If nothing else changes in my life, I am happy because I have Jesus. That should be our mentality. And if we're waiting, we're not living. All of us have conditions on our happiness. All of us are saying that we will not be happy until blank happens. I will be happy once I'm in a relationship, which is a sign, God, thank you, to my answered prayer, if it happens. Or I will be happy once I get this promotion, which is a sign to my answered novena. Or I will be happy if I get into the hospital I requested for my rotations, which is a sign of my prayer. Waiting, 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 which means we're not living. And if we're not living, we're not going to be happy. There's no reason for us to wait. We have everything right now. While, the, while a sign is good, we have the greater good, and his name is Jesus. That is the greatest good. Again, we get caught up in these signs. And they may come, and they may not. So problem number one, we get caught up with the hand of God versus his heart. Problem number two, we often wait for a sign, which means I'm waiting. And if I'm waiting, I'm not living in the final problem. There's more problems, but I'll only give you three. Third problem is with signs is sometimes we misread signs from God and interpret them in a way that hurt us rather than help us. For example, what does this look like? People come up to me all the time. Father, I had this dream. Am I going to die? What's going to happen? This and that. Every time I hear Father, I had a dream, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> They're a dream, okay? Don't worry about your dreams. They're just dreams. But we're so like, is this a sign? Is this a sign? Is this a sign? And sometimes we misread them. People are anxious. I think I had this dream and this is going to happen. So I'm like totally freaked out right now. But in reality, we have to be careful with signs because we do misinterpret them. I see this often. For example, an ex, whether an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend, right, who keeps coming back every time you are done on the ninth day of the novena and said amen on that ninth day, homeboy or homegirl is texting you. That is not a sign from God, okay? Because we're so caught up again on this reality that, oh my God, it must be, I got to give him another chance. He just texted me and I did this novena, so it just means that I have to be with him. It's not a sign. How we know, right? He said sorry, Father. Okay, this is the 30,000th time that he has said sorry, or she has said sorry, right? And so rather than this being the sign from God, right, that we should let them back into our lives, in reality, what we have to focus on again is the heart of Jesus. If I'm focused on the heart of Jesus, if I know the heart of Jesus, I know my worth. And if I know my worth, then homeboy or homegirl who keeps saying sorry and wants to come back is not from God because he's not treating me in the capacity that I'm worth. I'm of infinite value. You're of infinite value. And if that person is not treating you as if you are of infinite value, that's your sign. Not that he texts you or called you and wants to wing his way back in and manipulate you. And by the way, guys are not the only manipulators. There's girls out there who manipulate too. Just for clarification in case you're wondering. 
So brothers and sisters, this is really what it comes down to. These are the problems with signs. They're good, they're pretty, they're beautiful at times, and they're from God. But where is our focus? Sometimes God gives us an immediate sign to confirm. He has heard our prayer like he did for Zechariah. Other times we don't get a sign at all. Or if we do get a sign, it's delayed like he did for Mary. It is okay to ask for signs, but we run into problems, like I said, when we ask for signs. Problems such as getting caught up with the hand of God versus the heart of God. Also the problem of waiting versus living, and the problem of misinterpreting signs. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? A soul that loves and follows Jesus only when he gives a sign or an answered prayer, therefore seeking only the hand of God and not the heart of God? Or will Jesus find a soul that loves and follows Jesus with no conditions because they acknowledge that although a sign is good, that Jesus is the greater good? because they seek his heart and not his hand. Brothers and sisters, we have a very important decision to make here today. We'll sit here for a minute. I told the servers we're not going to jump right into the petitions. It's good to think about these things, to ask ourselves, where am I? What will God find in my soul today? So we'll sit here for a minute, and we'll make a decision. Amen? Amen. Amen.